welcome to the first episode of Conspiragate. My name is Troy Thomas. And this is Roman the Rapper. Roman the Rapper in the house. And we're going to talk about a little conspiracy that I used to think was complete bullshit and now I don't even know anymore called pizza. Because you're woke now. I'm woke now. I got red pilled by Alex Jones. <laughs> was it the frogs? Was it the game for freaking frogs? Yeah, they keep drinking the water and now they're fucking each other. And that's like the one that you, the least one that you would think would be true. And then you fucking look it up and it's true. Is it true? Yes. That I didn't know. So what is it about? So, okay, explain that. We'll just go into a little tangent about the gay frogs <laughs> before we go into pizza game. Well, because people, because Alex Jones is like, obviously you look at him and you hear the shit he's saying and you're like, okay, this guy's fucking nuts. There's no way anything he's saying is true. Right. And then you look it up and yeah, there was some shit that they were putting in the, I don't know if it was like the, related to the people talking about there's fluoride in the water. <laughs> I think you, I think what it was is um, people would flush shit down the toilet, like pills and stuff. And so, uh, it goes into the water system. So like the frogs would get high on these like pills that are like filtrated through water and then they would just start fucking dude frogs. Something like that. Yeah. Huh. And and of course, Alex Jones was like, oh, it's the government doing it, which I don't know. But did he ever get, okay, we'll, we'll get into Pizzagate, I swear, but did he ever get <laughs> into the, like, reasoning as to why frogs? Or was it just like, oh. I think it just happened to be frogs. It just happened to be frogs. Kind of okay. like, um, what's that movie? I'm trying to think of the movie where um, it shows, the, it was, like, it starts raining frogs. Oh, I don't know. And that was like a real thing that happened because there was like um like a hurricane or a tsunami or something and it like picked all the frogs up. You know, kinda like you know how they make that those movies like uh Sharknado and shit? Yeah. Cause that's like a real thing. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. It was that one dude who made um uh the house that Jack built. I forgot the movie was called, but it was about the world ending or something. <laughs> Yeah, and then like it starts raining frogs, and it's like this is based on a true story. Like it really rained frogs, because apparently if the you know the fucking tsunami or some shit goes into the water, all the animals get picked up and it starts raining down. Jesus. Anyway, okay, so PizzaGate. This is what <laughs> PizzaGate is. This conspiracy theory uh, about essentially only Democrats. I haven't seen any Republicans in any of these emails or anything like that, but. A lot of like these establishment Democrats like Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, John Podesta, uh, John Podesta's brother, who I'm kind of blanking on his name. I think it's Tony Podesta. Um, Gummo Podesta. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all are basically fucking kids or like involved in trafficking children. Um, and they have a bunch of these very peculiar emails uh, that were released through WikiLeaks that are a little suspect when you think about it in terms of uh, child trafficking? Uh, not according to Hillary Clinton. He's Italian and he makes some mean pasta. Yeah, okay. So I believe that. That would be something that was believable if any of these emails made any sense, which we'll get into. So here's an email. It says small gap. Okay, this isn't really pasta related or anything. We'll get into that. But okay, so essentially... Let me break this down. The FBI has a list of words that are key phrases that child molesters in the dark web use so they don't get caught either fucking kids or watching child pornography. 
Mm-hmm. And these words are things such as pizza, pasta, hot dogs, uh, cheese. But they're not used in like ways you would say pizza, pasta, cheese, or anything like that. They're used in like as like keywords. It's like obviously keywords. And when you yeah. and when you read these emails, they're obviously keywords. So now, honestly, let me put it this way: There's an email I'm looking at right now. It says this is from some woman named Catherine Chieko. If I say that wrong, I'm sorry. But subject. Friday night at Posto for Tony's birthday. Small gathering a few days before the pizza extravaganza. <laughs> Who the fuck has a pizza? Are you 12? <laughs> oh, man. I'm oh, so she's, she's not the 12-year-old. No, no. She's – no. You're right. They're having the 12-year-old. But who gets excited about a pizza party when they're 50? <laughs> And there's another email. Would love to get a pizza for an hour. Or, right. you know, come over. John, yeah. That's from John Podesta. What does that mean? There were a few very weird ones. That was one of them. Um, the one where they were talking about Obama spending a bunch of money on pizza and what was it, hot dogs oh, or something? Oh, I have that email. One second. So I'm also going to bring up, though, um, the FBI... Uh, a list of terms just so i can kind of list that um one second so i think the major ones there there's pizza but then there's like cheese pizza which i think means girl yeah i think you're right um but if you if you know like the dark web like cheese pizza yeah. cp that's oh, like cp that's like child, child pornography. pornography yeah child pornography. Like same same fucking abbreviation yeah so you could probably use that in either context. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. Pasta. So let's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I for some reason I thought I had the list of the terms downloaded, but I don't. But either way, here is an email from someone named Fred Burton. I don't know who that is, but this is he's some dude in government, and it's it's an email to someone named Eric Eisenstein, Daryl O'Connor, and Copeland Susan. Uh, and it goes, I think Obama spent about $65,000 of the taxpayer's money flying in pizza slash dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House not long ago. Assume we are using the same channels? So wait a second. Okay, so Obama's from Chicago, right? Yes. I mean, so... he might be from Kenya. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so what they're trying to say is Obama loves Chicago pizza and hot dogs so much that he's having it flown in to the White House? Not only that, but that there's so many people at the White House that it calls for $65,000 worth of pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> what does a pizza cost, like 10 bucks or something? You know, at the most, 30 to 40 bucks. Like, if you're talking a crazy pizza, and, like, if you're talking, like, hot dogs... The most expensive hot dog I could possibly imagine would have to be $10. I mean, and, that's, that would have to be, and that's still insane. That would have to be like thousands of people at the White House. At the White House, which is a big place, but it's not so big where you're going to be spending $65,000 on pizza and hot dogs. Now, in conjunction with that email, there's an email from Hillary Clinton to Barack Obama that says, 
And this is so weird. Mm, like, yes. <laughs> when we began, okay, it says, uh, this is to, now this is what's kind of strange. It's to uh, someone named Abed N. Uh, Huma, and if I get any of these wrong, sorry. Uh, Barack Obama, John Podesta, someone named B. Affleck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Um, and Nancy Pelosi. And the email says, Dear Barack, when we began the pizza arrangement, I thought we were going to be more careful than this. Operating from the White House is not what I originally had in mind. Remember that the hot dogs can come. But if you make a, spec but if you make a spectacle out of it, that will be our downfall. Please know that I am speaking as a friend. You are the president and can do as you like, but I have to say, I think it would be wiser to restrict this activity to our predetermined locations. Let me know what everyone thinks. We can vote on it if you like. Thanks, Hillary. <laughs> what? What the fuck? First of all, I've never, who makes pizza arrangements? Like, why is this a thing? Why would it be your downfall? And what is it about hot? The hot dogs can come. Like if you're not if you're not talking, you're not you don't say like okay, the pizza can come to the party. Like no one says that that you're talking about a person or people. Yeah, and you know what? My favorite part was you saw the video I, I sent you right with Hillary. I still haven't watched it. I kind of saved it for this. So at one point, Hillary was talking about how ridiculous it was that he's like oh yeah they're they said that they were keeping kids in the basement at this pizza place but they don't even have a basement so right. obviously it must not be true right like you got to hear the shit she says well okay so we'll watch that but one thing okay so about that entire thing by the time reporters and stuff went to comet pizza or whatever that place is called they found out that they don't have a basement like they when they went in there they're like well this is the area where the basement would be but here's what my thinking is it's possible that they don't have a basement sure but it's also possible that they were feeling some heat from pizzagate and then they either filled it up or it's not where they showed them mm -hmm. and it's in some undisclosed location on the property that you know is private so i don't know well, one of the big things that was really suspect was the guy who's the owner. He has like all these creepy posts on Instagram. I yeah. requested him, but I don't think he ever accepted me. Mm. But, um, yeah. but he posted, um, there was a room, which I think was like a freezer or something. And they commented kill room on it. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay, well, that's probably like it. It's, it's not so, a basement though. It's just like a freezer, I think. Uh, okay, so that's another thing. So there are people out there, and look, I haven't done like super extensive research on like what's on his Instagram or anything, because I don't want to be put on a list. <laughs> so I, I didn't go to his Instagram page or anything, but I've heard that those pictures never existed or something. Like that those were just like something that was like uh, made up by the Republicans or something, which I don't know. Hmm. Okay, so. The whole backstory of this whole place is very suspect because this place seems like it's a random ass place and it's like has all these political friends and they do fundraisers there. I don't know. What? 404 not found. They take down the video? <gasps> Are they covering it up? 
Potentially. I mean, like, honestly, okay, that's another thing we could discuss is how YouTube, every single time that there's a video that's posted about Pizzagate or, like, about, like, specific people involved with Pizzagate that's shown in, like, a negative light, those videos seem to get taken down. And that's not a conspiracy. It's just something that happens. Uh, I, yeah, because it looks like they, they say Hillary addresses the Pizzagate hoax. And I don't know of any other time she's talked about it. I think there was one time, is that where she's talking to like someone who's actually her friend, who's like an interviewer? Mm-hmm. Oh my there God, go. I saw that. Here. Yeah, okay. Um, I also, I've never had a chance to thank you for something publicly that I would like to thank you for now. How many of you were in Washington during what is now infamously known as Pizzagate? Where, okay. And those of you who've been to politics and pros on Connecticut Avenue know that the store is only a few doors down from Comet Ping Pong. And you, of course, were onto this stuff because of what was going on in the campaign before a lot of us realized the extent of it. And you and I spoke shortly after the election, and you asked, you knew that Comet was being targeted, um, that politics and pros and some of the other businesses were being targeted, and you, you actually said you were willing to speak out about it, for which we were grateful. At the time, everybody thought that we needed to all kind of lie low for a bit. The day that the gunman with the assault weapon walked into Comet on a Sunday afternoon, December 4th, about an hour after that, I, you and I communicated, and I told you what was going on, and you responded instantly, and we were so supportive, which was incredibly helpful. We were all on lockdown on the entire block with police running up and down the streets. And then, and people don't know this, uh, a few days after that, you and your husband said, what can we do to support Comet? Can we buy pizzas? And you bought, I don't know how many pizzas, but it was a lot of pizzas, and sent them to a literacy program, an after-school literacy program in D.C., which was never publicized. Um, and you checked in on me a lot, because we, were, we, were, we weren't dealing with it in the same way Comet Ping Pong was, but we were also in, you know, getting trolled in the whole nine yards and ha harassment calls. I just can't tell you how important it was for me, for Brad, for our entire staff, for our entire block, for the people at Comet, to know that you and President Clinton were there for us, quietly, and nobody knew it. So I just, I've never had a chance to thank you publicly, and I, I did want to do that. So thank you. Um, and, you know, if, if I could just say a word, because we're in Washington, and this horrible chain of events happened here, but this is a terrible uh, example of what can be done by people who are malicious, unacquainted with the truth, and pursuing their own agendas, whether it be commercial advantage, partisan advantage, uh, or any other uh, goal. For those of you who don't follow it or may not remember it, you know, when John Podesta's emails were stolen, I hate the word hacked, they were stolen. They were stolen by the Russians. And they were then, through cutouts, given to WikiLeaks, which is nothing more than a tool of Putin and the Kremlin. And certainly people associated with Trump knew about it because in August, 
Roger Stone was tweeting about how John Podesta would find himself, you know, in the barrel some point ahead. So on October 7th, one of the more infamous days in uh, the campaign, the day started with the Director of Homeland Security, the Secretary, uh, Jay Johnson, the Director of National Intelligence, Jim Clapper, uh, saying that with high confidence they knew the Russians had been behind those hacks, those thefts of emails. That happened in the morning. Then the Hollywood Access tape broke a few hours later, and within one hour, such an amazing coincidence, WikiLeaks dumped all of John Podesta's personal emails. Now, if you read those emails, I think it's a little embarrassing to admit they're very anodyne, even boring. Um, but because they were, the way that the Russians and their allies, whoever they turn out to be, were able to... were able to generate constant interest really was, was two factors. One, they sent the press on these wild goose chases all over the place. Oh, here comes a hundred more, here comes a thousand more, oh my gosh. And then, of course, the other was that they created the illusion of transparency. If you think you're getting something from, you know, sort of behind the screen, maybe it's more legitimate, even though you're being played by a bunch of Russians. And the psychology of it was brilliant. And, of course, it's part of the Russian uh, propaganda effort, something called active measures, which they've used in many other settings, not just in our election. Well, you can only go so far with um, read these emails and listen to people, as in every campaign you can imagine, debate about what to do when and who says what and all of that. So they had to be weaponized. They had to have elements plucked out and perverted in a way that would be hard to imagine and then sent back out into the you know, cyber virtual world. So in one of the emails, John Podesta is talking about pizza. He's Italian and Greek, I mean, you know. <laughs> and a very good cook. And a very good cook. And yeah, his risotto recipe is still there if you want to see it. Um, and I'm sure there's something very nefarious about that risotto recipe. So... So all of a sudden, John's writing about pizza, and one of these really, I consider, uh, evil people in the media world uh, and in the online world, out of whole cloth, make up this story that John Podesta and I are running a child trafficking ring in the basement of the Comet Pizza Parlor. By the way, there is no basement. Yeah, there is no basement. <laughs> now, you would think people would be laughing like crazy, shaking their heads, but if you migrate that crazy story to Facebook posts, to news outlets, there are people who will believe that, including this very 
unfortunate young man in North Carolina who believed it. It was meant to be believed to influence voting. Even I have to say I don't believe it was meant to be believed to influence somebody to pick up an AR-15 and drive from North Carolina to Washington to liberate the imaginary children from the imaginary basement of the pizza parlor. But in came this young man, believing that he was on a mission because he saw it on Facebook, he saw it in other places online, he saw it in, quote, news outlets, and so he was there on a mission of rescue. People could have gotten killed. He shot his automatic weapon off inside this pizza parlor. The street where politics and prose is was shut down. There was an active crime scene because people who cared more about weaponizing information, making negative stories up, than the truth, than facts, or even public safety, uh, and certainly any concern about children was non-existent, they were determined to stimulate, to propagate the attitudes that would grab some people in some states, some congressional districts, some towns and counties, so that they would be saying, well, gosh, you know, if Hillary Clinton and her campaign chairman are doing something like that, they should go to jail. I can't vote for that. That's the worst example, but there are so many other examples that were the same pattern from stealing to giving to WikiLeaks, to propagating, to weaponizing into somebody's you know, Google chain, into somebody's Facebook post. And I think it's one of the most serious challenges we face going forward in politics, not just at the presidential level, but up and down, because if we don't get a handle on information that is not just controversial, protected by the First Amendment, but aimed at spreading lies to the extent that they can cause behavior like we saw in this terrible instance, it will not stop. And I'm glad that the Congress and others are looking at Facebook and Twitter and Google because they are the vehicles, the one of the very first um, vehicles to deliver this kind of information to people. But I was just terrified for Lissa and Brad and all their employees and everybody on that street uh, because I, I could see what the trafficking of that absolutely horrible information uh, was meant to do, and it got out of hand, and we were just fortunate that nobody was injured. And what, and it, and it, you know, it keeps going. But the consolation, and there is consolation, is that the outpouring of support from our community was unbelievable for Comet, for politics and prose. People feel tremendous ownership about their communities, and um, you know, and I might just say, Mike Pence at that time was. Uh, living about a mile away in a rented house in a, before he could move into the vice president. We'd see his motorcade up and down. Up. 
Did he once think about coming in, buying a slice of pizza? Buying, of course not. But the community has been fantastic. And any of you who've you know come to Comet or come to P and P after that, thank you. It really made a huge difference. Yeah. Okay. This is what I love. So she says WikiLeaks is Russia. Right. Right. Yeah. That's real fucking ridiculous. How did? what's what's the logic by that i don't know but you know what's really interesting to me is like when i was reading when i got really deep into this pizzagate thing and like i was freaking the fuck out about it like it was scaring the shit out of me and mm. um but i was thinking about it and i was like what if like these emails are fake like what if someone went in changed these uh like just submitted these emails like a part of their server and the and wikileaks just got a part just got these emails that are fake and like released them but then I was thinking about it and I looked into it and like WikiLeaks has never once, never once in the history of WikiLeaks redacted anything. Mm. Like there's nothing that's been like, oh, this is false. You have to take this down because this is incorrect. Like they've never had to do that. Well, and I think that's what she was saying at some point. I, I want to say she said that she said they were partial, but I think that's just because they didn't get all the emails. Right. Because she deleted like 30,000 of them. Well, yeah. okay. So you know how she was talking about like the shooter and like she went into like this whole like emotional thing about that which i get but unfortunate they, man right but there's a conspiracy out there and who knows if it's real who knows if it's not real whatever but there's a conspiracy that the shooter was a cia plant to uh diverge like people's attention from the reality of what comet pizza actually is mm. Is that is that real? I have no idea. Are these people fucking kids? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I hope? What I hope is that like every single time that they say pizza or pasta or cheese, they're just talking about cocaine or something. Like they're just hardcore drug addicts. Uh, I don't know. Okay, but if we go back into the emails, they um okay. So for instance, here's one email that's interesting. I consider ice cream. Okay, this is from um, I don't even know. I don't know who this is, but it's it's some government official, Laura. I consider ice cream, its purchase and its consumption, a rather serious business. We can't just willy nilly toss it out and about in casual references, especially linked with the word free. Oh, by the way, the subject was ice cream for free. So, so I'm like, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Who the fuck <laughs> writes that about ice cream? So something like that, that sounds more like drugs. Right. Yeah. And like, honestly, I'd be so much. Okay, I'd be way better with way. Okay. With that. Um, oh, another thing that's weird is, so this is a conversation between John Podesta and uh, I think his brother, Tony. And this is the one I sent you. Yeah, okay. So uh, it goes, subject, what dish you want to cook? Which is fine. Okay if I do a pasta? Um, <laughs> then it says, like, James... Al okay, that's the dude who owns Comet. James uh, Alephantis Comet. Uh, or is that who they're... Is that who they're messaging? Uh, it's from John Podesta to Tony Podesta. But yeah. the... I pulled this email up because I did a search for, I think, Comet. Yeah. And 
for whatever reason, I don't know why, is he in the email or something? Or or is he uh, the subject of the email? Well, the subject, no, subject. Is, yeah, the subject is what dish you want to cook. Okay, but then under that it says Massimo yeah. Tosca, James Elefante's comment, Amy. So I don't know what that is. So like the next email, is that the, that's like another email, right? Or is that it's, part of the same email? No, it's a different email, but it's like in response to that email. Okay, yeah. So it's just that's weird. So okay. So it's like, okay, if I okay if I do a pasta, which no one says that, that's fucking weird. Um then the next email is just a list of names, which one oh, of which yeah. go down to the see who are the other three? I'll do a pasta. Oh, oh, okay. I'll do a pasta. No one fucking says that. So I'll, wait. I'll make pasta. What what's under that email? Is there anything further down? Uh, not no, not that I have here right now. I don't think so. I think I got everything. So this is like some kind of dinner invite, and he was asking who are the other people that are going to be going. So he says, "I'll do a pasta." I'll do a pasta. So okay. And and then the next email is a list of the people going. So the comet pizza guy is one of them. Yeah. I don't know who the other people are. Okay, so this one is. It's not even all that bad unless you're thinking about it in the terms that we're talking, but the end of the email is what's really weird. So I'm going to read this. It's from uh, some guy named uh, who runs the Sandler Foundation. I, I think I looked him up once. Um, but anyway, this is both to Mary Podesta and John Podesta. I assume Mary is his wife. And this is what the email says. Mary and John. I think you should give notice when changing strategies which have been long in place. I immediately realized something was different by the shape of the box, and I contemplated who would be sending me something in a square-shaped box. Lo and behold, instead of pasta and wonderful sauces, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of cheeses. Yummy. I am awaiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish them. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope you and your gang are well. I miss you both. Best wishes uh, from for a, a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Herb. This is the weird part. P.S. Do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? What? What does that mean? What does it mean? So if we're talking about little girls and I forgot what, what does pasta even mean? Uh, good question. I don't think it's little boys. No, because I think it was different kinds of pizza. Yeah. Well, pasta, okay, so pasta means something else in the child molestation uh, See, lexicon, first, I guess. At first I thought he was talking about Domino's pizza, but then I'm realizing he's actually talking about playing Domino's. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> will it do better playing Domino's on cheese than on pizza? First of all, if he is playing dominoes on cheese or on pasta, he's an insane person. Can't but, you afford a table? Yeah, but it's like, so if clearly he's not talking about cheese or pasta, that is bizarre. And the fact that he's playing domino, if he's playing dominoes on people, that's also bizarre. <laughs> what if they weren't even like molesting them if they're just using them as human furniture? That's like a weird fetish thing. You know, and you still fuck him. That's awful. 
I can only play dominoes on my child. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this one is from uh, John. Slam down the domino and see them winch in pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one is from uh, John Podesta um, to some other Podesta. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> specify who. And it's, uh, the subject is just trying to figure it out. When are you getting to the apartment? I think that's what the APT means. <laughs> Podesta at Podesta.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, all right, so he goes, I'm going to try to do my eight to nine uh, conference calls from there over a bowl of pasta. Join me or do you have dinner plans? The menu for Tuesday. Do you know what pasta you're doing? Which, that's still kind of okay. That's not that bad, I guess. I don't know. Pizza extravaganza, I think I already opened. These guys' first language is English, right? Because that sounds like something my like dad would say in Russian. No, you're right. Like it is like broken English. That's why it's got to be keywords for something. Look, it may not be as nefarious as like fucking kids or killing kids or something or torturing kids, but it's something weird. Okay, but here's why it might be fucking kids or torturing kids. Let me read this entire thing. This is from J- um, James Elephantis to a bunch of fucking people. It goes, last month, satisfied customers were raving about our, in quotes, pizza, meaning not pizza, and we know you will too. Repeat customers know the drill. For newcomers, first run the program given to you by your special friend and all instructions on how to enjoy this joyous hobby will be easily understandable. But please remember the penalties for breaking the rules, which are also included in the program. Very few have broken their rules, and needless to say, the penalties are harsh. All pricing is included in the app. The app will only run once, and the following requirements must be met. The app is to be run from your own personal computer that only you have access to. Your computer must be connected to the internet when running, The app must be run from your home. You must destroy the media on which you receive the app. Remember the password that will activate the app as there will be no icons on your computer. November newcomers, zero. Then he has listed under November's special. This month, we have five fresh pizzas for your enjoyment. We also have four surviving pizzas from last month's session. All are on sale at an extremely low price as they are in poor health and not expected to survive. So a requirement is that you finish eating your pizza after your session. Does that mean killing? I don't know. This month's special includes a 30% discount on severe torture. Each image below is available for $1,000 in fine print. Andrew also, Andrew also has some prints he would like to sell. Prints only means photos. So contact him for more info. They are true masterpieces. What? Hmm. Yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm looking at this thing. I'm going to send you the link to it. Okay. It looks like they have other emails in there that I haven't even seen people mentioning. Oh. Because I was looking up the code, trying to find out what the code is. Oh my god, there's so many of these emails. Yeah, the, okay, so one of them is the flyer. The flyer was the weirdest part. Like, I don't know if they're talking about like 
Tor browser or if they have like a special program or something they're using? Oh, okay, so we have the code. Let me go through this. The whole so, secrecy is very weird. Yeah. So, okay, so the FBI code that I had mentioned earlier, hot dog, like the $65,000 worth of hot dogs that Obama uh, bought <laughs> equals boy. Pizza equals girl. Cheese equals little girl. Pasta equals little boy. Okay. Ice cream equals male prostitute. Interesting. Walnut equals person of color. Map equals semen. And sauce equals orgy. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to keep that up just so we can reference that. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff in here. There just seems to be a lot of references to pizza and hot dogs. Like, Yeah. So this was on... Was this on 4chan that all this stuff happened? Uh, in regard to what? Well, the guy that, that went and shot up the place, I think it was on 4chan. Oh, like when he was talking about it or something? Yeah, like this is, I think this is where the whole, all this stuff came from, like all the conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Well, uh, just to make clear to like the people listening, the stuff that I've been like talking about when it comes to emails, I got that straight from WikiLeaks. Like these are just emails. <laughs> yeah it's not like 4chan anything um it, these are just emails that are on wikileaks that were released yeah so somebody i i'm assuming somebody on 4chan made a thread after the emails got leaked and they kind of put it all together and said this is all sounding really weird oh okay all right so one thing that we should talk about is there's this woman named marina abramovic i'm so awful at names but i think that's right um she is basically um, the spiritual guide for a ton of people in the DNC, probably some people in the RNC. I just don't know. Um, but she's like very close to John Podesta. She's very close to Hillary Clinton. She's very close to Lady Gaga. She's like Lady Gaga's a, like Lady Gaga's like her apprentice. Um, and she has these things called uh, spirit cooking dinners. And basically she invites a bunch of celebrities and like political figures to these big parties. And what they do is they eat food that's in like the shape of like people and uh, some of the food that's described and who knows if this part's real, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, a weird kooky thing that they talk about. That's not really what it is. Like how you put your hand in like a bowl of pasta during Halloween and it's supposed to be worms or something. But they talk about like, you know, mm, like you made like the semen soup or something. And it's like, it's just bizarre. Um, and so like, she's what? Weird. yeah, she's just a bizarre chick and she's like real powerful. Um, and a lot of the shit that she's into is like super like satanic imagery. And um, so she has this email uh, sent to uh, Tony Podesta, John Podesta's brother. And it goes, uh, the subject's dinner. And she says, dear Tony, I am so looking forward to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Do you think you will be able to let me know if your brother is join, joining? All my love, Marina. And this is yeah. basically her confirming that they're going to be at this event, which supposedly is performance art, but yeah. it's like this whole <laughs> allegedly bizarre, like satanic ritual where like they pretend, yeah, like they're into cannibalism and. Yeah, okay. Supposedly he smears blood or some shit. Spe speaking of performance art, I need to look up what the show's called, but um, there is a uh, like staged performance that is about her life and her death um, that where Willem Dafoe, of all people, 
performs as her. (laughs) So one second, Willem Dafoe, um, and I have to look up what her name is again. It's like Marina. Yeah, Marina. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's called Life and Death of Marina uh, Abramovic. Yeah, I only knew about her because she like is in with a lot of musicians. Like I, yeah, I know Jay Z was doing like a music video with her. Listen, when we post this episode, I'm going to show like a slide of pictures of Willem Dafoe as her because it's insane. <laughs> what the hell? I swear to God. I'm looking at it right now. Check it out. I'm seeing your, I'm, I see your monitor. Yeah. Look at this. What the hell? Is she in this? I don't know. I just know that he plays her and... Of course, all of these websites are like, it's a tour de force and shit. I'm sure they're all like friends with her. I bet it's garbage, but her whole thing is just being weird. Like, like, look at this fucking shit. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's performance art. Yeah. Yeah. That's like her thing. And she's literally, she is legitimately the mentor to Lady Gaga. Like Lady Gaga, um, there's, like pictures of her like uh, staying with Marina um, and like you show her, they show her like in the woods and she's like doing some fucking thing to like, I don't know, find her true self or some shit. It's really bizarre. I'm pretty sure it's like a Netflix special. Uh, like it, it's like a Lady Gaga, like, I don't know what it's called, but it's, I think it was on Netflix. Cause I remember this came out like a couple years ago and she's like naked out in the woods, blindfolded. Yeah. Like, yeah. That she has to like survive out there, to yeah. Become as weird as Marina Brown. <laughs> this is how you become Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, but I remember because um, because I guess because of Kanye or something. Because Kanye got Jay Z into all this art and stuff, and Jay Z got like super into modern art. Yeah, he was into like the you know the Museum of Modern Art and all sorts of shit, and he did like a whole music video with her, and. It's just like, I don't know. It's like they're staring at each other at one point. Because that, that was her whole thing was she had like this exhibit where you go and you just like stare at her. <laughs> like, like she just sits there and like you could like mess with her. Oh, okay. So this is the same chick who, because I remember a, a couple to a few years ago, I remember seeing an article that was like, this woman does performance art where you can do whatever you want to her. And it gets real mm-hmm. weird at one point. Yeah. Yeah. She she's been in the news and stuff for like being weird like this before okay she's, she's like super infamous but like you wouldn't know unless you like pay attention to stuff like that dude she's so creepy she's like the creepiest part of this whole thing to me yeah she seems to be into like a lot of satan stuff yeah okay so like that's another thing is um that we haven't really gotten into is uh the john podesta art oh yes like um <clears throat> Listen, I don't. I haven't looked enough into it to be like, oh, it's definitely his art collection. But no, it is. There's pictures it, of him with it. Oh, really? Okay, never mind. So yeah. that's really creepy. There's like I'll post pictures of it like throughout the video. But there's there are like pictures that are like paintings that he's bought where it's like kids in their underwear, like like in a line in like a bathroom or like the in the bottom of a pool. Um, with like their hands behind their back and like they're essentially naked except they have like whitey tighties on. Um, there's one that's really interesting 
and creepy because there's a lot of this stuff has to do with like the Vanderbilt family, I guess. Um, but there's one kid who looks like shockingly like Anderson Cooper and Anderson Cooper is a Vanderbilt. Right. His mom was Gloria Vanderbilt who I, in the paintings, it looks like it was their house. Yeah. Yes. So um, what's interesting is it's really bizarre. There's pictures of uh, Gloria Vanderbilt's um, pool, like the bottom of her pool, which by the way, doesn't have water in it. Um, just kids. Yeah, just kids. You can swim in them. <laughs> just a sea of kids. And um, the the pattern uh, on the pool floor matches the pattern of the pool floor in these paintings. So my theory is that this is like his weird way of having like child porn, but mm. without actually having the porn. Right. Like it's, oh, it's art. It's just a painting. You know what I also thought was, you know how like, you know, if like, you went on like a trip or something like that. You want something that's like memorabilia, like something that like you can look at and be like, ah, oh, I went to Paris. This is what, this is from Paris from when I went on my trip or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost, to me, I'm like, okay, what if John Podesta like was someone who used to like go into the bottom of like Gloria Vanderbilt's pool and like just like rape and torture kids. And he's like, oh, this painting, this is a reminder of when I raped and uh, fucked up Anderson Cooper for life. Mm. Well, and looking at it too, it looks so specific that it's like, I, it makes me wonder if it was painted from like a photo. Yeah, yeah, a photo or like even like, what if like, um, like someone had gone to like the Vanderbilt house and they were just like, here, paint from like, just paint the pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very weird, but it would give him like some plausible deniability because he could be like. Okay, yeah. why do you have, like, if you had a photo of what he had, you'd be yeah. like, what the fuck? Right, right. Yeah, no, you're arrested. But, but because it's a painting, it's like, oh, this is art. This yeah, it's artistic. Really happen. Yeah, and, like, it's, and he buys, like, exclusively, I forgot what the artist's name is, but, like, he buys exclusively from this one artist who does these paintings and, like, doesn't just do paintings, but also does, like, pictures of, like, sculpture work. And, like, everything is, like, has to do with, like, demons like kind of uh enticing kids or like uh not just demons but sometimes just like kids in weird positions or like kids naked it's just it it, that's like all that person does and i'm trying to remember if she was the only one because there was one supposedly that was like painting her own abuse or something and he would like buy them (laughs) (laughs) so it's like i don't know there's a lot of questions yeah I don't know if you can pull it up, but there's a video of, uh, you know, I'll send it to you. They asked Trump about it. Yeah. It's kind of hard to hear it, though, because it's like the the jets in the background. Oh, okay. But they asked him. It was so funny because they asked him about it, and he says the same thing he, you said. He's like, I don't know. People are just talking about it. I don't know if it's true, but it'd be yeah. interesting if somebody looked into it. <laughs> you can't fucking know for sure unless, like, you know, the facts are out there. Yeah, I'm going to send you the link to it. The, the, the video is called Trump Continues to Push Clinton Epstein Conspiracy. Oh, we didn't even talk about Epstein. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Epstein uh, almost deserves his own. So Epstein's like the fall guy. Was that? Well, that interview that you sent me before, yeah. they, they were saying that Epstein is basically like the fall guy. He's just the one that 
arranged everything. He's basically like the like the secretary. Like he he arranged all this. He's not the guy that's the main guy behind any of this. He's just a fall guy. I think Epstein. Um, I don't know if he's a part of Comet Pizza, like that whole Pizza Gate aspect of it, but I do know that he definitely had some bullshit going on on his island. I mean, like that's that's fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and like if you listen to, I think her name is Michelle Webb. If you listen to her talking about it, like she had an interview with Tim Dillon that was really interesting where yeah. uh, she was talking about how there was this girl who um, was essentially Epstein's slave and she like went to call the police. And this was during like Obama's administration. And she called the police and um, was like, listen, uh, J- Jeffrey Epstein is essentially keeping me hostage. He has like thousands of girls coming in, here, uh, in and out of here every day. Like they're all fucking slaves um they uh do whatever he says because if they don't their lives are ruined or they're dead um you need to uh do something about this and you need to get me out of here and they're like okay lady how about you fucking just come <laughs> yeah yeah that, that, that's the interview i'm talking about where she said like epstein wasn't the main guy he was just the guy that would arrange this like he wasn't the, the boss oh there's no doubt in my mind that there are people who are a part of like these organizations that no one knows about who yeah. are just who are just like so powerful that like you know they're never in the media but they're so rich that it like will blow your mind like there there's there are um conspiracies that there are literal trillionaires in the world that no one knows about mm. well there was one where i think i don't know if it was one of the prison guards or one of the cops or something and um he had talked to like one of his guys about epstein and they said oh yeah you gotta you gotta release him he's intelligence oh he's and like a part of the cia i think it was i think they said Mossad, which i think is the israeli intelligence that would that kind of makes sense because i think there was a lot of um there was like a lot of pictures with people involved in like the pizzagate shit with like with people who are in israel and i forgot the specifics of that well that's what that chick said in the interview too she said the same thing which is interesting because that's the same thing the guard said so that's like two different people basically saying it yeah and um she had said that the one behind it was somebody in the british family i think oh really was it the british (laughs) was it that uh pedophile guy who's in the who's a part of like the royal family I forgot, Andrew? Andrew or something? No, he's he's like a low-ranking guy. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could remember what she said specifically, but she named she named somebody. I I don't know if it was it was like there were like multiple branches of the family, mm. and she was saying that it wasn't even the branch that everybody knew about. It was like this other one, but and- she like was saying, yeah, Epstein wasn't even like the boss it was like these other people i don't doubt epstein wasn't the boss one the reason why i think okay like we there's so much you could talk about when it comes to epstein but like like the reason why and the i mean like no one thinks that epstein killed himself like that that's the funniest that's the funniest thing to me is that there's so like people will accept that pizzagate's complete bullshit or that like there's nothing going on when it comes to the people involved in pizzagate um, and some of that has to do with bias uh, with like being a part of like the democratic party and all that shit. But, um, but there's no, there's no gray area when people saw Epstein supposedly <laughs> killed himself. They were like, Oh no, like someone went in there and killed him because he knows about all these pedophiles. Well, if you fucking believe that, 
then why don't you believe that it's possible that people high up in government are fucking kids or torturing kids or doing something with kids? Well, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, who watches The Watchmen? Like, <laughs> if, if the people in charge are the ones doing this, if it's really linked to intelligence agencies and people high up in the government, yeah, who the fuck's going to stop them? They, yeah. they couldn't even arrest Epstein. The guy said that the only reason he even got arrested was because the local police force was pushing it. They had already told them, they had already tried to get him arrested multiple times. It just blows my mind that that's just so easily believed. Like that was immediately like people looked at that. They're like, for some reason, everyone became like Alex Jones. And they were just like, oh yeah, no way. There's no way that Hillary or Trump or fucking someone Podesta got in there and like hired someone to like strangle him or something like that or break his neck or whatever the fuck happened. Well, and the bizarre thing is nobody's asking any questions about this. Like, like how, like uh, this guy had his own fucking Island. He had like all these influential people and nobody's questioning whether anybody else was involved. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, here's the thing. Like, um, that's the thing. So, like, people will say, like, oh, no, he, he obviously got killed. But you never really hear the specifics from people as to why, like, people would want him killed outside of, like, uh, you know, maybe some people went to his island. But they don't really discuss, like, more minute details about it. So we're okay with him getting killed and not questioning why it happened or who killed him and who Dude, would have welcome the power to, to do that? Welcome to people. <laughs> like well that sucks guess let's move on to something else now yeah yeah no but yeah we'll we'll keep posting this meme about like how epstein didn't kill himself and that's funny and it's, that's the extent of we'll go with it that's that's like the chris rock joke like you know they love not to know yeah yeah no uh, no like you know when we when we were like because we had been talking about pizzagate for you know a couple weeks at one point like maybe a month ago and I swear to God, I was losing sleep over it because it's like, yeah, I don't, I wish I didn't know about this. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I wish it wasn't happening. Like, and it's, it's one of those things where it's just more comforting to think that's just bullshit. That's just something that can't possibly be true. And I can just leave that area of my mind alone. That doesn't need to be something that takes space in my brain. Well, what do you even do with that information? Like assuming you, you believe it and it's right. true. Like, yeah. what what do you do? Nothing. <laughs> like, people That's the don't thing. know. That's why you can't let it consume you because, like, you can't do shit about it. Uh, the only people who can do anything about it would be, like, government officials and, like, listen, like I've said before, I'm not, the, like, a huge Trump fan. I'm also not, like, someone who's so, like, venomously against him. But, you know, more and more pedophiles have been getting arrested under Trump's administration. And like, mm. there's rumors, and this is from Q, which we'll, we'll have mm. an episode about Q. Um, but uh, Q says that like, potentially be- right before the election, Trump's going to like throw the fucking hammer down on like Obama, on Hillary, on Nancy, uh, on John oh. Podesta, Tony Podesta. And it's going to be what ramps up his election. That's what people are saying in Q, but who the fuck knows? You know what? We should do the next one about uh, Obama Gate since he's mentioning that. Okay, so that's actually yeah, we we should do that. We should uh, do Obama Gate, and then after that, or like with with maybe even recorded on the same day, we should do uh, 
what I call either gate gates or, or uh, gates gate <laughs> or vaccine gate. Oh, uh, we should probably just do a whole thing about like uh, coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, Corona gate. that in there. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the Bill Gates thing is, I don't think the Bill Gates thing you could do enough on. Oh, there's a lot though. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's been, he's been involved with vaccines and shit like that since like the 90s or something. Okay. Well, I think it's all linked together. So it is. Do it all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but there was so much else to Pizzagate. What else was there? Oh, well, we can talk about how the media handled it. Uh, let me see. So did we explain what it was? I mean, I think so, right? We're, yeah, like in the beginning, I said that uh, Pizzagate was basically about like people in the DNC. I haven't seen any proof about people in the RNC um, trafficking children, uh, torturing them and fucking them. Okay. And then the guy, okay, so basically they put him on 4chan. This guy saw it, went and like shot the place up, I guess, or tried to shoot it. Okay. So, okay, so yeah, so this guy uh, who had not an automatic, fucking Hillary Clinton, she's like, he had an automatic weapon, he had an AR-15, which is a semi-auto, which is like fucking, it's not the same shit, and like people like to loop it, like, group it together, but. No, um, well, you can't even have an automatic, they're illegal. Right, um, and uh, so basically she's been pinning it on this guy who, and apparently this guy uh, had gone on 4chan and saw a bunch of like these emails that we've been reading to you guys about like comet pizza and about um how like all these things are happening in the basement of that place and he took a rifle supposedly uh and went to the place and he shot around in the floor i think and to scare people out of the place um which is at least the rumor and um basically he was going through uh, comet pizza to look for a basement and he didn't find anything So yeah, that's the extent of that guy. And apparently, a lot of a lot of people are saying he's a he's a plant just to throw things off to make it seem that Pizzagate's bullshit. Which that could go either way. I could definitely see someone who reads 4chan, reads those emails, and goes, "Holy shit, I gotta do something about this." You know, he's obviously a little deranged. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think that's completely out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. So what happened with the media coverage? Okay. Uh, so like, I am um, a huge uh, anti-mainstream media guy. Uh, I don't like Fox. I don't like CNN. I don't like MSNBC. And here's a prime example as to why is how they handled Pizzagate. So Fox News, who you would think this would be something Fox News would like fucking salivate over because it's like, has nothing to do with Republicans. It's all about showing the Democrats in an awful light. But Megan, when Megan Kelly had a show, instead of like you know cooking with Amos or whatever the fuck she's doing now, um, she I don't know she she's has like some daytime show now or something. But when she was on Fox News, she used to have like a show that was like considered legitimate, and she had James Elefantis on. And instead of being like, hey. So these crazy, this crazy thing happened at your establishment. This guy came in with a gun. That's awful. Can you answer one thing? What, does, what do all of these words mean? Why are you saying like pasta in this, uh, like within this uh, framework? Why are you saying these words where it doesn't make sense within the sentence? 
She doesn't go into any of that. All she says is, oh my God, this was an awful tragedy that happened to you. Can you believe nutcases believe that kids are being fucked and high up in government? And he's like, I know, it's crazy. And it's like, <laughs> fucking A. I just, and you know what? I don't think anybody's asked the question, like, what exactly is going on? And what what is all this code? No, they don't. So MSNBC never did. CNN never did. Fox News never did. No one ever asked about the specifics of the email. All they did, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, all of them, all they did was say, oh, so people are making a big deal about a risotto recipe. When, honestly, I haven't even fucking read that email. I've read everything else. But they keep pointing to this email where apparently John Podesta is talking about some pasta recipe. And I'm like, no, that's not the main focus. There's so many fucking emails that don't make sense. Right. Yeah, there was there's a whole lot of stuff that's like you look at it and it's like, what is this? This is bizarre. Yeah. No, we yeah, and we've read quite a few of them where it's like there within the no one first of all, no one speaks like this. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I have never I've never seen this email. And this is when I just pulled up from that website. And it's from it's directly from WikiLeaks. This isn't like a screenshot or something. So it says, last night was fun. That's the subject. It's from Podesta uh, to John Podesta. I assume Podesta at Podesta.com is Tony Podesta. It's also, the uh, email is also to Mary Podesta. And the subject says, last night was fun. Uh, and the email says, still in torture chamber. Another question. Do you two want to have Feb 14 Valentine's dinner party? Or no, Valentine's, uh, so sorry. It says, do you two want to have Feb 14 Valentine's day dinner? Sent from my iPad. Still in torture chamber. What the fuck? Is it? Oh, it doesn't even say it was before that, does it? No, no, no. I think he's just, I think this is an email that was like originated from Tony Podesta. Where's the context? <laughs> Dude, yeah, unless he's like joking like, oh man, um, you know, the fucking uh, Congress chamber I was in, that's what I call the torture chamber or like, I don't know. Yeah, but maybe maybe this potentially yeah sure that's weird man so let's yeah, see I, what else. I was looking at that there's like a bunch of stuff in there that i was like i haven't seen these no <laughs> what <laughs> whoa whoa okay I, so if this is if this doesn't lead to anything we'll just cut it but let's see so no, this looks super suspect but look I, at the quotes i I've only read um, the RE so far, but let me. So here's the subject. You have a lollipop. And this is um, from Louis Miranda to Leigh Daughtry. Uh, and the email says, Leah, has anyone notified you that you have a lollipop to be in the spin room at tonight's debate? Are you up for it? I'd be with you so can tackle things not specific to the convention with you. And then Leia responds, been meaning to thank you for being with me during my first, in quotes, lollipop experience. Appreciated your support and your steady presence. My only regret is that I didn't take my lollipop with me, smiley face. Uh, what does I don't, that mean? I don't know. Now, here's the thing. Maybe it's harmless, but it's also weird that they're even having to speak in code because it's like, 
so you have a lollipop to be in the spin room at tonight's debate. First of all, what the fuck is the spin room? Uh, and what does it have to do with a debate? Like and what does a lollipop mean? Because it's clearly code because she wouldn't have put it in quotes otherwise. I mean, like spin, like like what, like the the Bill O'Reilly no spin zone. That's what I'm wondering. Like it, it's not, but the thing is, it's a it's a debate. Like is a what televised is... debate maybe, or maybe it's not a televised debate. Maybe it's a different thing. The spin room at tonight's debate. I don't know what that even is. Who yeah. are these people? I don't know. They're just they're people who are part of the Democratic convention, the DNC. Okay, so when they work for the convention, yeah, I don't know, but these aren't neither of these people are Podesta. I don't. Is this just? No, no, they're not Podesta. They're just a part of the DNC. I think that things go far beyond the main players that we mostly talk about. Yeah, this is this is interesting. There's definitely some weird shenanigans going on. Yeah, like <laughs> Molly regrets that I didn't take my lollipop with me. What? So, so at best they're talking about drugs or at sex. Best, yeah, like at best they're well, it can't be sex because like they're talking about taking it with them. Well, yeah, because my first thing is when you're talking about lollipop, I would think like you know. <laughs> yeah, like if you're if you're talking lo- yeah, I know what you're saying, but like also though, if you're talking lollipop experience, it could be like a blowjob. It could be like uh, a fucking THC lollipop, I guess. But. Mm. That's bizarre. I'm gonna go further. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, all right. Hillary. All right. All right. This uh, here's the little thing that's at the top of WikiLeaks. This email has also been verified by Microsoft DKIM one zero two four bit RSA key, whatever that means. All right. So I guess I gotta read this in reverse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. So thanks all. Or wait, uh, all right. Oh, right, no, right. on the calendar. Right. Wait, what? So the subject is Hillary's... What was it? Hillary... Okay, subject, Hillary Pizza Party. So he's replying to Hillary Pizza Party April 10th on the calendar. So he said, on the calendar, uh, thanks all. Hmm. Okay. And then okay. what? So this is from someone named Melia Fisher. I don't know who that is. But it's someone who has to do with Hillary Clinton because her email is mfisher at hillaryclinton.com. Uh, and it's to Tony Podesta. Um, and it's CC to John Podesta uh, and other people who are associated with like the Podesta group, I guess. And the subject is Hillary Pizza Party, April 10th. Listen, dude, there's no fucking way that these fucking millionaires are so excited about pizza parties or having pizza parties. And if they are... It's just really fucking weird. So anyway, subject, Hillary pizza party, April 10th on the calendar. Thanks all. Uh, Okay. And this is John hosting pizza party at Belmont for HFA on April 10th. Maya Harris is joining, but need you. Can you come? Thanks much, Tony. Okay. So that was the first email. That was the first email. Okay. So he said on the calendar. Right. Okay. So then uh, Amelia Fisher said on the calendar. Thanks all. And then, okay. The next one is uh, David H. Reed. Uh, he says, this is for Hillary for America. And he goes, uh, invite P- please pizza for Hillary. But you know, he spells it like a fucking asshole. Uh, it's like H I L L S R Y. He's probably drunk on child <laughs> dick or something. Lollipops. Uh, <laughs> um, 
right. And then it says, uh, let's see, who is this from? Is that, I don't understand. So mm. Tony Podesta wrote, okay. Tony Podesta wrote, yes, or 400 or 700. What? Family, Family price? price? <laughs> so, okay. So 400 to 700. What is wait, that? Wait, go, go, uh, what time frame on that evening would you like to do this? Five to seven. Where did you see that? Oh. Right under. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. So what time frame uh, on that evening would you like to do this? Five to seven? Or, oh, uh, okay, he's talking like military time. So that's in the morning. 400 to 700. That's 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. Nah, he probably just forgot the colons or something. <laughs> oh, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm looking too much into it. Uh, okay, so the next one is from David Reed. Subject, same thing, Hillary Pizza Party, April 10th. Uh, we just got word that the secretary will likely be in town one of the first weekends of April for an event in the D.C. area. Would you and James, I'm guessing James Elefante, or whatever his fucking name is, uh, possibly be available for April 24th? I just want to make sure we space the event far enough apart to make them both successful. Like, who the fuck gives a shit about pizza enough to care? <laughs> yeah. Well, these are supposed to be, like, what, fundraising events? Yeah, at pizza events. Or at pizza places. Like, who? no one does that. There's no fucking way that there is someone who is running for president or something who is like, I'm going to have my fundraising events at Peter Piper Pizza or Comet Pizza or Pizza Hut or wherever the fuck. It doesn't matter how good the pizza is. Yeah, well, no matter no matter how you look at this, there's something else they're doing at this pizza place, whether it's using it as an excuse to get away from their wives or whatever right, it is. Right. Whatever it is, it's not just about the pizza. I mean, yeah. Like the, pizza, the pizza's probably not even that good. Right, yeah. So um, Tony Podesta goes, invite or, invite or cancel? And he puts four question marks like it's a fucking life or death scenario. Um. Okay, and the next one uh, is on, is from David Reed. If the McAuliffe Hillary event is on the tenth from five to seven, excuse me. If the McAuliffe uh, Hillary event is on the tenth from five to seven, would you be open to doing yours sometime between twelve and five if Maya is available? Um, and then Tony said, "Just want to follow up on this. Thanks." Because nobody replied, Dave. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> listen i have a hankering for some kid dick i need to fucking get an answer that's uh that's like office talk like just following up on this hey what the fuck guys yeah does hillary want to do two events that day ours is uh as a higher dollar event now what the fuck's that like so does hillary want to do two events that day that's fine if she's having fundraisers two fundraisers whatever is Ours as a higher dollar event. So is that just like for people to invest more money or what does that mean? Uh, I would guess like it would cost more to get, like if you're doing like a, um, like one of those dinners or something where they have to pay per plate. Yeah. Then maybe she's like this, this one would be more high rollers. Okay. Okay. So that could be just like having to do with fundraising. Like, if she's doing two events in one day, she's saying, oh, one will be, like, for the normies, and then one will be for the high rollers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I so, guess. So that could be just fundraising talk. Um, I wish she could. Unfortunately, she's only able to do one on the 10th, and that is uh, from David Reed to Tony Podesta. 
Okay, so this one was kind of fucking dumb. We might just cut this one out. <laughs> that was everything. Well, it's just pizza. Yeah, it's just, yeah. More pizza. More pizza shit. It's a lot. I mean, okay, so, I mean, for the the one thing that I did realize when we were doing all of our stuff is yeah. if you're billing really cheap, <laughs> you're going to get pizza. Like, for a bunch of people to get food. But this is, like, politics, so I don't think they're, like, super yeah worried no they would they would be going listen these are the kinds of people who do speeches for banks because they don't have any fucking scruples and all they want to do is make like 250 grand on a weekend like these are not people who give a shit about pizza these are people who are gonna spend like 500 dollars a plate at fundraising events so um so here we go we have another email um (laughs) So it says, um, great show, great speech. And this is from, uh, this is from James. Uh, oh, this must be from James Alafonte uh, to John Podesta. Great show, great speech. Raised over 40 grand. My only regret is I did not make you a nice pizza. When can I? Which, you know, whatever. He has a pizza place. <laughs> I, how? Hmm. But, like I said, who the fuck cares about pizza? like when you're like to this degree so he was there and he didn't get any pizza (laughs) yeah that's weird yeah we're just hanging at comet pizza this is our old hangout all right so let's see here uh i mean i i could understand how somebody like would see all these and if you frame it the right way they'd be like yeah this is weird Plus, if you take the uh, the Instagram pictures and yeah. the fact that they, like, I think it was documented that they have, like, events for children and stuff. And they're, yeah. like, weird, weird stuff happens at these. Well, did you ever see the video of that? Okay, so occasionally, for some for whatever reason, Comet Pizza has, like, bands play uh, at the place. And there was this one band where this... Uh, this person it was a guy who was dressed up as a woman he may have been trans i don't even know or sorry she may have been trans whatever and um they were like they were in between songs and someone was like uh they were talking about the owner of the place like the person who sings and someone in the audience goes oh they also like kids you should mention that and the singer was like well we all have our vices <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. I, I want to say that's like his boyfriend. No, I don't think so. Because his boyfriend owns uh, Media Matters. He's like a high up um, dude. He's like, he's like, I think, uh, friends with George Soros. I think George Soros uh, in, invested a lot in Media Matters. Then it was one of their friends or something. Because I remember they oh, were maybe. definitely linked together. Because. Like yeah, the I band was terrible, and they I think they only performed there because they were like friends. Okay, yeah, that I could see. Yeah, because he did not give a shit about him liking kids. <laughs> he was like, okay. Well, was that the one that had the video, the music video with the um, the pyramid or whatever? Uh, that I'm not sure. I think I just saw that one like part of the segment where they're talking about uh, the owner. Because there was a. Um... I want to say it was the same singer they had in their music video, the uh, the the blue pyramid or whatever that says you're a boy lover. Oh, 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 oh. It had like the Nambla symbol? 
Yeah, I, oh I my think god, it was in, dude, that's I'm a whole. Sure it was in their music video. Oh, I didn't, I don't, I didn't see that, but maybe, but that's oh goddamn, that's a whole nother conversation because it's like <laughs> fucking dude, it's everywhere. <laughs> like and like, sure, you can be like, okay, triangle. That's that's like whatever. It could be anything. Yeah, desert schools. But it's yeah, but it's like a triangle within a triangle within a triangle, and it's like all of like these fucking some of which are like known kid fucker organizations like the Catholic religion. Like you look at the Vatican and you look at like all of these priests and they have on their fucking robes that like what looks like the Nambla symbol. It's not just like triangles. It looks like the fucking symbol that says, Hey, I like to fuck kids. This is Nambla. (laughs) (laughs) This is our Nambla uh, priest. You gotta, you gotta find that clip and put it in there. What is that? The Namblet voicemail? I don't think I've heard that. Oh. You should play it right now. Okay. I, I thought I played it for you. Maybe, uh, maybe you did. I don't think so. I don't remember it anyway. This is... This is like the most... This is from the Howard Stern Show. They actually called Nambla. <laughs> okay, I do remember that. Yeah, we should play that. This is Nambla, the North American Men Boy Love Association... Oh, in New York, the Horatio Alger chapter meets on the first Saturday of each month chapter. from noon to 2.30 p.m. For any other matter, please leave your message at the end of the beep. We'll call you back uh, as soon as possible, but uh, we'll have to do it at collect. Right. In the meanwhile, and uh, if you're a boy, do not despair. Be true to your feelings. Times will change. So far they have Your oppression will end. But if you're a man, be safe, be brave, and above all, be proud to be a boy lover. <laughs> be proud. In either case, do call us again. Best time is in the evening between 8.30 to 10.30. Thank you. That's hilarious. We're done with our job at the church. <laughs> Call us. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Um, so there's a, let's see, we have another email here. It's uh, Laura B. Uh, McCrory. Um, two announcements? I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, subject, ice cream for free, time today. Okay, so I think I actually went over – yeah, okay, so I went over the first part of this email, but there's another part. So please consider taking this 10-minute survey about frozen desserts created by Georgetown MBA candidates for our capstone project. We have a quick turnaround to analyze the data, so we're trying to get as many people to take it as possible over the next few days. Excuse me. Read – feel free to pass it along to family, friends, and even people you don't even like that much. I offer lifelong friendship and a more relaxed demeanor in exchange. Winky face. Mm. Thank you. I'll suck your dick, man. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. P.S. Sorry about the misleading subject line, but hey, it got you uh, reading this, right? It got you reading this, right? Okay. So, cheeseburgers. so this is what was connected to that whole um, serious business ice cream email I mentioned earlier. So it's, I'll read it again. Laura, 
I consider ice cream its purchase and its consumption a rather serious business. We can't just willy-nilly toss it out and about in casual references, especially linked with the word free. Regards, Chris Clearly. P.S. I completed your survey. Now, where's the nearest Cold Stone? So, I mean, maybe that dude really is just a fucking weirdo and says that because he's asking about Cold Stone. I don't know. What, what was ice cream code for again? Um, I don't even know if it was code for anything. It might have been. One second. I saw it in there. Oh, did you? Maybe. Maybe I'll think of something else. Oh, wait. I think I saved the... Uh, one second. This is Nambula. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ice cream is male prostitute. Interesting. Okay. So I can, let's just, let's, let's key that in. I consider male prostitutes, it, their purchase and their consumption, a rather serious business. We can't just willy nilly toss it out and about in casual references, especially linked with the word free. So, I mean, that would make sense. The whole, I completed your survey now, where is the nearest cold stone is a little weird. Maybe that really, that's why I'm thinking maybe this person really is just a fucking weirdo. And where's, just, the, where's the nearest Namble office? Yeah, where's, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, could you play uh, the Trump continues to push Clinton Epstein conspiracy video? The, uh, the retweet, which is what it was, is the retweet was from somebody that's a uh, very respected conservative pundit. So uh, I think that was fun, yeah. President Donald Trump is someone who has really trafficked in conspiracy theories for many years, long before he ended up in the Oval Office. This is, of course, the man who was really the driver behind the lie that Barack Obama was not a U.S. citizen, was not born in the United States. Uh, Trump has always gotten um, energized and kind of excited by some of these cons conspiracies. You know, when you're a private citizen, though, that is one thing. When you're doing that as president of the United States, it's a whole other thing. The the, the megaphone that you have as president gives you just this enormous platform to really push conspiracies. Uh, and we have seen that in office, Trump really hasn't shied away from using that huge platform to, uh, to, to dispense misinformation, to raise things that are floating around on some of the fringes of the internet. Do you really think that Clintons are involved in Jeffrey Epstein's death? I have no idea. I know he was on his plane 27 times. And he said he was on the plane four times. But when they checked the plane log, Bill Clinton, who is a very good friend of Epstein, he was on the plane about 27 or 28 times. Epstein had an island that was not a good place, as I understand it, and I was never there. So you have to ask, did Bill Clinton go to the island? That's the question. If you find that out, you're going to know a lot. Often what he will do is he will sort of raise a question. He will, he will say, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but it's something that people are talking about. So he has a little bit of deniability saying, hey, I never said that that was right. I just said it was something that people are talking about. One of the other ways that he does that is in retweets. Uh, it's, it's something that he is pushing forward using his enormous platform on Twitter to promote. It's not in his own words, which gives him a little bit of deniability around that. And we saw this uh, as he was leaving for, his, uh, for a rally in Pennsylvania, where he basically defended uh, retweeting a conspiracy theory involving uh, Bill Clinton and Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, he's a very highly respected conservative pundit. He's a big Trump fan. 
that was a retweet. That wasn't from me. That was from him. But he's a man who has uh, half a million followers, a lot of followers, and he's respected. As to why he does it, you know, it's one of those uh, continuing questions about the Trump presidency. Is he doing it because he wants to deflect from other things that are happening? Uh, is he doing it because he just finds conspiracy theories kind of fun and, and interesting? Um, or is he doing it because he really believes some of these things? You know, in, in talking to people uh, around him, you know, they have all kinds of theories of their own on this on this uh, this habit of his. But certainly it's something that, you know, I would expect to continue deep into the election for sure. So, okay, here's the thing that really bothers me about the media. Um, they like to push that, like, no one who has power should ever talk about anything that, like, could just be potentially wrong, that could be anything. And, what is convenient. Yeah, it, right. So they're like, so they're like, oh, he, he likes to talk about these conspiracy theories. He likes to... And they're making it seem like people don't have their own minds. They're thinking that like people will hear Trump talk about a conspiracy theory and immediately they're thinking, oh my God, it must be true. And I'm sure there is like a, a minority of people who are like that. But they're making it seem like people are so fucking mindless that when people hear Trump talking about a conspiracy theory having to do with Epstein or, but honestly, the things he was saying about Epstein isn't conspiratorial because you look at the logs that have been like published, and fucking Bill Clinton was on that plane 27 times or 26 times or whatever the fuck it was. That's not a conspiracy. Right. Um, yeah. But they like to make it seem like just because he's discussing something that may be seen, uh, that may seem like a conspiracy, that like he's in the wrong because it's fucking easy to point at Trump and be like, he's a bad guy because it's just, it's a narrative that they push. And there's so many people who are on the left who will just eat that shit up because they hate Trump, but he can talk about whatever the fuck he wants. Like anyone can talk about whatever the fuck they want. It doesn't matter. Well, and they do this when it's convenient. Like if, if he wasn't talking about Bill Clinton saying this involved him, they'd be interested if if this was Trump and there was talk about him on Jeffrey Epstein's Island, they'd be all over it. They were all over it until oh. it turned out he wasn't. Right. 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 No, the thing that, no, I remember uh, left media being like, Oh my God, look at all these pictures where Trump's shaking hands with Epstein or hugging Epstein or hanging out with Epstein with models or something. And it's like, that's what they got him on. But like left media never discussed uh, Bill Clinton being on like, re well, really discussed Bill Clinton being on the, uh, being at the island like 27 times they didn't discuss any of that shit because it's against what whoever owns those networks wants and that's why when you watch fox news they're discussing the opposite side of it where they aren't discussing trump like talking to epstein all the time or like hanging out with them and shit they're talking about bill clinton being on uh the epstein express or the Lady express um like 27 times and shit like that it's yeah. just it's all about like what whoever owns these networks wants it's all about what they want to be presented to the public. And that's why people got to fucking destroy the idea when it, when it comes to like listening to any of these mainstream networks, because like you're not getting a whole story and all you're getting is whatever they want to present to you. Yeah. And that was a big part of why Trump tweets. Cause they, they're saying, Oh, Trump needs to get off Twitter. But the whole reason he's 
on Twitter is because every time he would talk to these news channels, they'll cut up his interview however he they want. They'll right. use whatever parts they want. They'll sit there and you know frame it their own way. But this way he says, okay, I get to talk directly to the people. Yeah. They have to report on my tweet no matter how crazy they think it is. They can't. They have to take the whole thing because otherwise somebody could just go on Twitter and be like, oh, they lied. Right. Right. It's all but, out there. And honestly, even even though that's such an easy thing to do, they'll still lie about shit. They'll still um, exclude certain facts about things like he says or that he does because they can lie and they're not going to get penalized for it. No one ever, ever goes, you have to redact the CNN or MSNBC and like they actually do it or Fox News and they actually do it. It just doesn't happen because they don't give a shit. If you look at what MSNBC has done, for the last three years, they pushed Russiagate. Every fucking show on MSNBC was about something that was fictional. Yeah, first it was Russia, then it was Ukraine. Yeah, oh, yeah, and then, yeah, so the Ukraine thing, um, when yeah, Ukraine gate is kind of hilarious. But, yeah, the, the fact, though, is, like, they were like, oh, well, um, yeah, I guess that Russia thing didn't really pan out, even though we were presenting it as news to you completely fucking up your life for hours a day um and we just found out that that's fake well here's this next thing that proves that well actually russia's connected in different ways that we haven't actually (laughs) discovered yet and we're gonna get the fbi to look into that and it's like no you fucking assholes like just fucking admit that all you're doing is peddling bullshit and you're just red scaring like they used to do back in the 50s yeah well, you see, it wasn't Russia. It was Ukraine, actually. It was it was Ukraine yes, disguised yes. as Russia. It's yeah. like that Scoop, Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Oh, it was Ukraine all along. Ukraine put on that funny hat, and they talked in a Russian accent. And <laughs> would have gotten away for it with the two if it wasn't for that meddling WikiLeaks. Yeah, the, the fucking damn you, Julian Assange. <laughs> you fucking meddling piece of shit. Well, and that's what we were talking about. We were talking about the uh, the media handling of Pizzagate too. Yeah, yeah. So MSNBC, all uh, so that's this is actually one of the rare instances where Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN were like all on the same page. They were like, "Oh my God, this is insanity." There's no way that this sort of thing could possibly happen because, well, the people who pay us say it. there's no way this could possibly happen, and. It's like you look at these fucking emails that we presented to you tonight and they're just bizarre. You can't tell me. No one can fucking convince me that there's not something going on. And hey, please, for the love of God, convince me it's not fucking kids. Convince me it's not torturing kids. Because if it's anything else, that's so much better. I don't give a shit if it's like, oh, we. I don't know. We captured these Republican senators and now we're torturing them. Okay, well, that's less bad to me. Like, that at least isn't kids. So, but you look into it and then you look at, like, what the FBI has listed um, for, like, these terms that, like, they find on the dark web when it comes to these pedophiles. And it's like, it just, it it matches up too much for there not to at least be questions. And what the shitty thing is, the shittiest thing is, is that if you bring this up to anyone 
uh, on the left or right, really. I mean, some, I think probably more people on the right probably gravitate towards this being more realistic than people on the left. But, and that's just because it damages the left more. But if you bring it up to like really anyone, they look at you like you're a fucking crazy person, but they don't look at the emails and they don't look into it. And they don't question the fact that like nothing in these emails makes sense. Yeah, unless you really look into it and you if you just follow the, the media narrative, what it is is, okay, there were these emails that got leaked and some crazy guy went and shot this place because he thought they were keeping kids in it in the yeah. basement, but they don't even have a basement. Right. So that's actually, that's what I think is what really was the like, it was the, it was the dam that stopped the flood because you you hear about like it was the perfect timing too because it was right when things were about to break and then there was this guy with an ar-15 i think um he shot yeah. up the yeah he shot up the place because he, he saw these emails on 4chan and as soon as people heard that they're like oh my god anyone who believes this is some crazy guy who probably thinks the guy who went down to comet pizza with a gun was a hero like anyone who believes this is some whack job who doesn't fucking uh, have common sense that there are that there wouldn't there's no possible way that any any group of people could organize a child trafficking ring like this who are some of them are our most beloved people. Listen, there are so many people who if they found out that Barack Obama, like let's just say hypothetically, Barack Obama really is a part of this ring. If people found that out. They would fucking go on the rooftops and just start screaming and losing their minds because yeah. Barack is like their God. And like, like it makes me sick because like, listen, I've never liked Barack. Well, no, I take that back. I voted for Barack Obama in 2008. I liked Barack Obama when he was talking about like being anti-war and taking people or taking the troops out of Afghanistan and Iraq and all that shit. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Then he completely changed his tune when he became president. But there are some people who never gave a shit about war. And all they gave a shit about was that Barack Obama seemed nice, that he was a nice speaker, that he uh, was eloquent, and that he was like the first black president. And that's such, and trust me, I understand, that's such a great and important thing. But you can't let that dictate how you look at the person right and i'm seeing a lot more people saying like even like even black people saying barack obama didn't do shit for black mm -hmm. people barack obama oh. didn't do shit while he was president my friend there is a video you anyone who's listening to this you can look this up there is video of a speech that barack obama gives in chicago where he's trying to, and like the entire crowd is filled with people who are just like, it's like legitimately, it's not, there's no lobbyists that I know of. It's just like people from Chicago, people who of like different areas of Illinois. And he's talking to them about how gentrification isn't so bad. <laughs> it's not so bad. And the reason why he was saying that is because he was building a museum. It was called like the Obama museum or something. And he was placing it directly in the middle of a poor neighborhood, which was going to raise their rent, which he even brings up in the speech. He's like, now listen, your rent may go up a little bit. Yeah, it went up like double for like fucking everyone in that area 
And they, oh, yeah. there were so many people who had to fucking move. There were so many people whose lives got completely demolished because he wanted a fuck. It was a library. He wanted a fucking library and with a tennis court in it. It was like the most insane <laughs> shit I've ever heard. And he's just like, now listen, your rent's going to go up, but it's okay because I'm Barack Obama and hey, you voted for me. So I'm a great person. Yeah. Well, and gentrification is one of those things where I don't think a lot of people really understand what it means unless it actually affects you. Yeah. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, gentrification is basically when you have like a poor neighborhood and basically people with money move in because like, let's say white people are in their white neighborhoods and it's getting too expensive for them. So they go and find, you know, uh, maybe like not a terrible neighborhood. Cause you don't want to live like right in the ghetto. Cause you get shot. Yeah. Plus, you know, your friends aren't going to come visit you. So right. they kind of find like a, as they call it up and coming neighborhood. That's still kind of ghetto, but kind of borderline, maybe even like near the suburbs. And then they get all their friends to move in and the prices on everything go up. Yeah. Now, if, if you're a poor person that's living in this neighborhood, you're probably not a homeowner. Right. So you're renting. So what happens is all the prices on everything goes up and you get priced out of your neighborhood and all, you know, but usually it's just all the white people to move in and all the black people have to move out. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's the most aggravating fucking speech I've ever heard in my life. And like you listen to it and like these people, like they're, they're at one point they're cheering. Cause he's talking like he, the way he says like gentrification is not that bad, but he like, I think he like literally says that in the video and they're like, ha 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 this guy. And then he goes into details about what he's going to do. And they're like, uh, wait a minute. And like some people started booing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I wish all of you were booing because this is fucking bullshit. Well, yeah, if you're poor and you're living in these neighborhoods, some of these people have probably lived there for maybe generations. So it's like, listen, Obama, why didn't you just fucking find a field in Illinois that like didn't have anyone near it and just be like, this is where my library is going. Now this is a foundation that people can travel to like you know, driving to the Grand Canyon or something and they can enjoy the Obama library instead of placing it right where fucking kids are going to school and their fucking mom and dads have like three jobs and they're just trying to fucking get by and now they have to figure out the, a different town they have to live in. It's so fucking bullshit. That almost could be its own episode. So, yeah, gentrification would be good if you owned your home and you got it before the prices went up. Yeah. Yeah. But gentrification is terrible if you're renting and your rent goes up like double and you can't afford to live there anymore and you have to move. <laughs> yeah. and, and it turns into a nice white neighborhood all of a sudden. You know you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like a really – like you remember like when um, people were selling like uh, subprime uh, mortgages? Mm -hmm. It reminded me of that where like these salesmen would be like, listen, no, it's a great deal. All you have to spend is like 4.5% on like a $600,000 house. And I know you don't have a job, but it's okay because we got you. You don't need credit. Just sign on the dotted line. And it was like, it felt very <laughs> similar to someone who was trying to sell a subprime mortgage right before the fucking collapse happened. Yeah, well, I don't know if you ever watched Shameless, but there's like a whole season about that too, about oh, gentrification. Really? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, but the whole 
gentrification is just it, it's happening here right now in um in LA um mm-hmm. in Inglewood because they decided to open a football stadium for the uh, the Rams. Uh and um there was no rent control. Um there still kind of isn't, but they've kind of implemented some stuff. But this is in Inglewood where they were opening the stadium. So it's like all black people. Uh, so overnight, people's rents were like skyrocketing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, okay. So, like, to get back on it, it's like people look at Obama as like this god. And then if you look into the details of things he says, does, and has done, it's like, listen, man, he got us into five brand new wars after Bush. Bush got us into two wars hate to say it trump well i don't hate to say it it's great trump didn't get us into any war so far he got us into some military conflicts but there's no new wars since the obama administration and listen yeah if you're ever shocked if obama or if trump comes out and says uh i have this evidence that barack obama is a pedophile or that like he fucks or has like male slaves or some shit and there's like proof of it or like that, like all these people are involved, uh, like Hillary Clinton, that Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> Ben Affleck, I guess maybe. Um, if any, if any of these people are involved in any sort of trafficking, don't be shocked because these people are fucking assholes. Like, there's nothing about Barack Obama outside of his demeanor that is a that indicates that he's a good person. He. He's the reason as to why the drone program is as bad as it is today. He's the reason as to why their cages were built for these fucking kids that are uh, are being taken away from their families and being shoved in cages who are a part of like uh, illegal immigrant immigration. Like he is at the root of so much shit that you blame Trump for, who has extended on some of these things and should be blamed with some of it, but you are ignoring the fact just because Barack Obama speaks nice and is a nice guy that he has a, he's a shitty person. (laughs) Well, these have all become like political weapons. Basically they, they, they're weaponizing these things whenever it's convenient for them. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something shitty that, that Barack Obama did, but we won't talk about it until Trump does it. Right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So, uh, is there anything else that we need to talk about when it comes to Pizzagate? Um, I guess like the fallout and what's next. Like, fucking okay. So, let me tell you what seems to be what's next. And this is something that, and if you guys don't know what Q is, look into it. I'm not even advocating to like follow Q. I think some of the shit that they are into is absolutely batshit crazy. But, um, some of the things that they've actually talked about have come true. So, just look into them. It's kind of interesting. But um, Q seems to think that by October or so, Trump is going to come out and he's going to have like all of these indictments like ready to be uh, thrown at like Obama, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, John Podesta, Tony Podesta, and a shitload of other people, a part of the DNC, maybe also part of the RNC. I don't know. Here's what's really bizarre to me. I haven't heard anything about the RNC involved in this, but I know for a fact there are people in the RNC who are up to some shit because there's no way that they aren't. But anyway. Well, Trump has no problem, you know, throwing them out either. No, no. Trump is uh, an interesting character. Like, he he doesn't seem like he gives a shit uh, about, uh, like, saving face on anything. Um. Mm -hmm. 
but either way, so he's they're they're saying the Q is saying that by October of this year, you're, you're going to see in, uh, indictments against all of these people because they're they're a part of a pedophile child ring, and that all has to do with PizzaGate. It all has to do with probably Epstein. Um, and they're saying that the reason why he's waiting on it is because it's going to help him get reelected. And maybe I could see that being something that happens. Right. Well, if you, if you seen him on Twitter, he's already started the Obama gate stuff, which I think it sounds like it's going to be part of it. Mm. So the Obama gate stuff is saying that there were illegal wiretaps uh, done on Trump by Obama and all sorts of, you know, the Russian collusion thing was pushed even though it didn't have any evidence. So yeah. some of those indictments may involve some of that too. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like, you know, I'm friends with people who are super left and like, uh, not when I say super left, I mean like they're blinded. I don't mean like they're so left that like they're like social Democrats or something like that. I mean, like these are people who are like kind of party liners and yeah. um you know i see people who will post um like facebook or twitter or instagram or whatever they're just like how could um like what evidence would there be to arrest obama and i'm like you fucking listen he reversed a habeas corpus he tortured chelsea manning he invaded in uh fucking stayed in countries that didn't want us to be there which is against the geneva convention he drone striked multiple countries that we weren't even at war with and he started five wars without any congressional approval what could we possibly arrest obama for yeah that's just the stuff we know about who knows who knows what else he was up to that we don't know about what's classified he fucks a few kids okay (laughs) (laughs) so okay so they're saying the the indictments are going to be coming down the line yeah that's what he says so this this will involve the Pizzagate stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it. Listen, like I think it's like you listen to James Elefantis during interviews, and it's like it's almost like I want him to be involved in shitty things because he's just such a douchebag. He's very creepy, and he's a very creepy dude. A, a, a lot of these people are. Um. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So anyway, uh, is there anything else when it comes to Pizzagate? Well, just his Instagram stuff. If that stuff oh. is real, there was so much oh, yeah. weird stuff on there that that was a big part of the reason. Like, like these things separately, you could say, "Oh, okay." But when you put them all together, it paints yeah. like this very bizarre picture. But I remember there were pictures. There was pictures of that the room. It was like the freezer. Yeah, and it was like the freezer, and, and they were commenting "kill room" on it. Um, there was a lot of child-related things. If I remember right, they were showing some, I don't know if it was a movie or something. It was like they had kids there and they were showing all these like weird, non-kid-friendly things. And yeah, just, it was like naked bodies and shit on the walls, right? Yeah. And when you put that together with like Tony Podesta being friends with this guy, kids yeah. being there. Dude. Tony Podesta having all this creepy child abuse art. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Making but, jokes about worshiping Moloch, like, which what? is what? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Moloch is known as the God of child sacrifice. And there are emails on WikiLeaks. I wish I copied them, but there are emails on WikiLeaks where John Podesta talks about sacrificing chickens 
to Moloch. <laughs> right. As somebody and, says something, he said, I'll sacrifice a chicken to Moloch. Yeah. And like, okay, it's, let's just say, let's just say, I don't know the time frame of when he said that, but let's say that there was news out that he was some Satan worshiping piece of shit. Let's just say that news was out there. Maybe he was making a joke like, oh yeah, I'm going to go sacrifice some chickens to Moloch. That's possible. The average person doesn't even know what, who Moloch, like I had to look that up. I'm like, what? Well, that goes into a, a whole other episode called Bohemian Grovegate. And um, <laughs> we can discuss that at length because there's a, so much shit about that. Um like there's there's like separate camps that like these political figures are involved in and there's like leaders of the camps and i think bill clinton was considered one of the leaders of one of the camps at bohemian grove there's a lot of shit about bohemian grove that we can dive into but um yeah uh moloch um is a figure that pops up a lot uh and doesn't make sense it, you know what's weird is that these e- the email is confirmed. I, le- I at least found one email where he talks about sacrificing chickens to Moloch. And Moloch, like I said, is the god of child sacrifice. So why the fuck are you talking about the god of child sacrifice? Right. Yeah, if if nothing else, it, even if those FBI codes aren't true or what, whatever. Right, right. Cheese pizza, CP, child porn. That, right. You get, that's not even a question. The, yeah. Those are... That's yeah. like you could say that's code. And what the fuck are you talking about when you're playing dominoes on cheese or pasta? Would it be better to play dominoes on cheese or would it be better to play dominoes on pasta? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then the uh, the boy lover code in that music video with those guys that would perform at the pizza place that were friends with him. Yeah. Uh, the, the child torture stuff that Tony Podesta's into. Tony Podesta okay. being friends with this guy, the kids being there at this pizza place. Like, okay, okay it, now listen. Listen, there were, there's rumors. And listen, I haven't gone, like I said, I haven't gone to James Alfonte's uh, Instagram. I don't know if he, I'm, I assume he wiped so many pictures since all this shit happened, if, if he did have those pictures up. There's rumors that those pictures never existed, that it was some plant from the uh, Republicans to, to be against the Democrats. That's possible. Uh, all I know is that the pictures that have been presented are like pictures of kids being taped to uh, tables. They're uh, pictures of um, torture rooms and like comments saying they're talking about the kill rooms. There's pictures of um, like erotic art being on the walls of this like family establishment. So I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know what's right, what's wrong, what's true. But if any of it, you have to think when there's smoke, there's fire in some degree. And that's kind of why this show exists. There's just too many links. Once you put them all together, it just, it makes you think. And yeah, like, I don't know who this kid was that went to this pizza place and went, you know, but I think it takes a lot for somebody to go and make a trip from North Carolina to DC with your gun. Yeah. Like, Oh, I didn't know he was from North Carolina. I think that's what Hillary said in the, in the thing. Mm, so he like took a trip to do this. Yeah. So he must've been pretty convinced based on this information and yeah. all the information in there was the same stuff we're talking about now. And it's all from WikiLeaks. It's not like screenshots that like some douchebag was like photoshopping or something. These are like legitimate emails that were leaked that have like just very peculiar um, 
context. Like there's just, you can't really explain it unless you're the people. Listen, if James Elefantis or John Podesta or Hillary Clinton or anyone had been uh, on like MSNBC, we're talking to Jake Tapper, or I don't know if he's on CNN, he might be, I don't know. But, or on Fox News, we're talking to Megyn Kelly and they were like, oh my God, this is such a misunderstanding. Pasta actually means, um, you know, we snort cocaine off of like each other's dicks or something. Then, okay, I'm okay with it. Whatever. Do whatever you want to do. But explain it. I want to know what it is. Yeah. What was up with that bizarre flyer? Like, what is that? So what flyer are you talking? Are you talking about the severe torture thing? Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah. (laughs) How do you explain that? Like thirty percent off severe torture. That's like, I don't know. That that almost seemed like they got lazy or something. But then you look into further into that email, and they're talking about like um, there's harsh penalties if you go against the rules of like this deal. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so what the fuck are the harsh penalties? And why are they so harsh? What is it? Yeah, and then the Hillary thing with you have to use discretion. I know you're the president. <laughs> Yeah, you have to use discretion. You can't have all these male prostitutes prancing around the White House. You gotta fucking think, Obama. This is gonna blow everything up. What if people find out Michelle's trans? Yeah. <laughs> that that's a good conspiracy too. That's that's hilarious. Well, like, we could have a whole episode on that, but we should talk about it. I mean, it's such bullshit. Although there was like there was a video I saw that was fucking hilarious where she's dancing with Ellen, which I fucking loathe Ellen. And She's dancing, and you can see, like, what looks like the imprint of huge balls just slapping the front of her dress. <laughs> and you're like, Ugh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> it's, it's very obvious she's the man in the relationship, and he's the woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I saw that one, I was like, ooh, oh, that, one's, uh, that one's a little, that one's too close to call. Yeah. But there's, there are some where it's like, okay, so what? She has like a 45-inch dick and it wraps around her torso. Like they're talking about, like, they're like, oh, my God, is that a penis that, like, is coming up across her stomach and, like, around her back? And I'm like, unless she's, like, a fucking freak of nature, I don't think so. Well, we got to do one about the lizard people, too. because maybe... Oh, we're, we're going to do one about the lizard people. For sure. <laughs> maybe she's really a lizard. It's a giant lizard dick. Oh, it's just a tail? I don't know. That'd be hilarious. I don't know how lizard people work. I gotta do some. Well, they, they, apparently they have diamond uh, pupils. Oh. Yeah. So if you ever meet anyone who has diamond pupils and they're uh, they're part of like a alien lizard elite or something. I haven't met any. Yeah, that you know of. I guess not. I, just gotta, <laughs> well, I guess I gotta smack some people in the eyeballs and see what happens. <laughs> so, um, is there anything else on PizzaGate? I think that's it. I guess we're just waiting for the indictments. Um, I guess. So, I mean, if that yeah. happens, according to Q, it might. Who knows? Like, sometimes Q's on, sometimes they aren't. These are the same people who think that John F. Kennedy Jr. isn't dead, and he's, like, some homeless man with a hat who goes to a bunch of Trump <laughs> rallies. Yeah, so... Who fucking knows? I mean, so, okay. So, just to sum it up, basically, the these emails were leaked on WikiLeaks. There was all sorts of strange code for pizza and pasta that's people are saying it means children yeah. uh somebody on 4chan saw this went and shot up the place to liberate these children uh everybody on the media said that uh, it was bullshit and then it all kind of just died away yeah so 
take what take the information from this then you will and make up your own minds anyway thank you for listening to this episode of conspiragate and as always question everything everything <laughs>